Hi and welcome to Any Rates JP Morgan Global Research Podcast where we take a look at some of the drivers behind the biggest trends and themes across fixed income currencies and commodity markets. I am Pigendra Gupta, strategist within the European Rate Strategy team at JP Morgan and today I am joined by my colleague Martin Lund who covers Scandi Economics and Central Banks and also by James Nelligan with the FX Strategy team covering Scandinavian markets along with Swiss and GBP. We'll be discussing recent dynamics and driving uh, driving the Swedish and Norwegian economy, central banks' reaction, and our view on underlying efficient rates market. We are recording this podcast on Thursday, September 38, 2023, and our comments today are based on our recently released publication discussing recent trends in the Scandinavian interest rate market and economics and FX markets, which is available to institutional clients of JP Morgan on our JP Morgan web markets website. Let me begin with Morton on the macro side of things. Morton, both Riksbank and Norges Bank delivered a 25 basis point hike last week, which we are hoping to be the last in the cycle. However, markets appear to be torn and describing around 75% probability of another 25 basis point hike for the Riksbank and let's say around 50% probability for the Norges Bank. So before we dive into your view on these central banks, can you update us on the macro developments for both Sweden and Norwegian Bank uh, that guide these central banks going forward? Yes, sure. I think that, um, well, both economies, they are seeing a slowing in, in domestic demand, uh, notably in private consumption and, and housing investments. But we are seeing it to a much greater extent in Sweden, um, which we think are in a recession. And we think Sweden will also be a clear underperformer, um, uh, not only this year, but also um, the next. I think, you know, an interesting theme um, that will guide um, especially the Riks Bank is what's going to happen now on uh, on the labor market side. That has been a stronghold uh, until recently, at least. But we think that uh, if we look at many of the leading indicators, we look at profit margins, we look at vacancies, they are leveling off. Um, we think that will be a, a quite interesting theme um, there, um, and hopefully that will also help uh, bring down um, service inflation, which is uh, something that the Wix Bank has uh, has highlighted quite a lot um, recently. And also speaking of inflation, um, this is obviously going to be super important. Um, it is still too high, but uh, we do see momentum is 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 easing here, and and leading indicators also pointing down. So, we do think that kind of this slowing in domestic demand is is going to help inflation come down. But there are some risks, notably uh, linked to uh, the vulnerable currency and the pass-through there to not only imported inflation, but actually also parts of the um, of service inflation. Okay, um, so given this backdrop. How convinced are you that the central banks have now delivered their last hike and, and where are the risks? Are there any markets that we should be paying, uh, markers that we should be paying more attention to to decide for any change in their reaction function? Any impact on the central banks uh, given our Fed and ECB views are being done as well? Yeah, so I think risks are still to the upside. I think that's also pretty clean. You kind of look at the rate paths for both the Riggs Bank and and Norges Bank. Um, much of that is probably again linked to the currency. Um, so in that sense, I mean, it's it's not a high conviction call um, that we have, but there are a couple of reasons why we obviously think that they're going to be on hold. So again, as I mentioned in Sweden's case, we do think that labor market is is going to show even more um, clear signs of, of easings. 
eating. And um, in Nordic Bank's case, it's probably um, where we see the call as the closest one. But if we look at our forecast, we do have inflation, um, also GDP a bit below what Nordic Bank has. Um, commodity strategies perhaps don't see that upside risk to oil. And as you mentioned, um, the Fed and the ECB being done, that's that's something that should be obviously sharing for them and perhaps also help global rates to come down. So a lot of these kind of external factors, which were actually pushing up, not just banks rate off um, here in the September meeting, um, we do see a chance that some of them could could perhaps be um, unwind um, as we move into um, to the fourth quarter here. But maybe uh, just uh, if I can uh, put you, James, into to the conversation here. Um, how do you um, how do you think that uh, the Rings Bank and Nordic Bank meetings impact uh, the views you have on on the Nokia and Stocky? And are there any broader themes uh, feeding in there too? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Morton. Um, let's start with uh, Stocky. I think that deserves uh, a bit more airtime than Nokia uh, this week. Um, so we've had a uh, a sharper rally probably um, than than we expected in, in Stocky this week after the Riggs Bank meeting, um, predominantly due to I think sentiment around the the reserves hedging program that was that was announced last week. But there was also some some positive news around one of the major landlords in the housing market on Monday. Um, but I think that you know it's clearly that that this this topic of of the reserves hedging that we're that that deserves uh, the airtime here. So. Um, obviously, it was announced last week. It's a four to six month program. It's uh, it's eight billion dollars and and two billion euro, which which is around a quarter of, of reserves. Um, it's it's in euro stocky and and dollar stocky. Um, overall, these these volumes we think are quite small. So if if you look at the, the BIS statistics for for the daily turnover that the Rix Bank provide, it's it's going to be less than than one percent of daily volume. Uh, but obviously, these these volume statistics are open to interpretation, and um, obviously, if, if the Riggs Bank has front loaded the program, then that would be more influential for Spot. Um, but we think, you know, the, the likelihood of them doing that, given their guidance and given that volatility hasn't been that high, so they would be potentially wasting bullets for 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 later in in the day. But uh, it, it does look like it's it's had had an impact on Stocky this week. We think, though, overall, in line with Morton's view, that, that the weakness in the labour market um, is potentially, you know, a theme that sh should dominate here. And, uh, you know, you've had a retracement in euro stock you now back down towards fair value. We think that that growth conditions and the growth concerns can regain focus here. Um, and we look for we look for euro stocky to base out. We're, we're maintaining um, dollar stocky longs. Um, the broader themes that I'd mentioned is obviously where we're looking at quite a sizable drawdown for risk parity portfolios here in, in broader markets. And uh, that back tests as one of the, the, the most bullish dollar environments um, that you can that you can see. Um, dollar, sc dollar screens to us as, as 2% cheap relative to where risk parity is trading right now. Uh, so our favorite expression for the stock is short would be versus dollars, which is which is what we have. Moving quickly on to, to Nokia, um, I think this is this is easier. This is an easier view to have for us um, right now. Um, obviously, after Nord, just trying to have the slightly more hawkish rate path, but I think the rally in oil prices here is is important. Um, Nokia is obviously lagging that. We know 
knockies had cheap valuations for, for most of this year. Uh, we see fair value for Euro knockie down at um, 1073. Uh, our preferred expression, though, is, is versus stocky, just because you do have those broader risk uh, themes go going on um, around risk parity. And so we'd rather have the knockie long against uh, another high beta currency. Uh, but you also have a variety of other things going going in favour of Nokia. You've obviously got having Norges Bank's purchases having largely normalised from, from quite extreme levels in relative growth terms. Obviously, as Morton's laid out, uh, you can see some outperformance there. Um, and obviously, with with US recession risks having been largely priced out over the summer, there's less incentive for. FX investors to 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 beta hedge their carry baskets with uh with, with Noki funding. Um, so there's there's less of a Noki selling carry flow going through the market. We think so. Um, we like Noki longs versus stocky still. Uh, just to throw it back to you, Kagandra. Um, given the market current pricing here, what what are your high conviction trades in in Sweden and Norway? What and what are the main risks to to those views? Yeah, thanks, James. Um, the Steinberg curve, if I may, is pricing around like 70-25% probability of another 25 basis point hike uh, by the Riksbank in November. Now, as Morton mentioned that we believe they are done in the hiking cycle, but risk is still to the upside. And I believe that given the elevated level of inflation, current pricing appears broadly fair, but maybe towards the upper end uh, of the spectrum where I, where I would find it fair. Um, so I would be biased towards fading any further increase in the pricing that we are currently seeing, um, given the, the good positive convexity that, that those levels uh, offer. Now, further out the curve on the Stiber curve, we have a bullish duration bias, uh, and we like to receive rates uh, focusing in the 2H25 or later uh, sector. This basically reflects our expectation that you know the current pricing of around Three and a half percent as policy rate for Sweden by in 2H25 is is way too high. Um, if uh, Morton's macro forecast is right, then the Riksbank Bank will be cutting rates already by the second half of next year, and then going at a decent clip uh, thereafter. I think we are penciling in about one one twenty five basis point cut every quarter from there that point. Um, this dynamic is obviously not price in the curve, and thus makes you know long duration positions. Uh, very attractive in Sweden. Um, I'll keep it short for Norway, and uh, it's basically very similar arguments uh, to be long greens uh, on the on the NIBO curve uh, as well. Where just to repeat, our own forecast is the Norges Bank to start easing uh, policy or cutting rates by the second, end of second quarter uh, versus um, second quarter 2024 versus market pricing them to stay on hold pretty much throughout next year. Um, we also believe that the Stiber curves, you know, especially in the one to three year sector, should outperform its uh, arrival counterpart and have a strong conviction on the cross market outperformance. Looking at the macro dynamics, we are expecting Swedish GDP to continue to underperform relatively to the euro area over the coming quarters. Now, also with the Swedish economy having a higher sensitivity to interest rates. We find it strange that the uh, Steiberg curve is pricing less hikes relative uh, the Euribor curve, and we therefore recommend fading this uh, via being long, you know, the deck twenty-four stocky for us uh, versus uh, versus Euribor. And uh, finally, you asked about the main risks. To my view, well, in short, uh, a continuation of the sell-off that we are seeing in the U.S. recently uh, poses a big risk to our view over the short term. 
Um, we believe that these recent moves in the U.S. have been driven by uh, technical factors uh, and a continuation of this uh, in a what we call as a fragile market is probably the biggest near-term challenge uh, to my view. Having said that, the, the sensitivity of Scandinavian yields to U.S. yields is positive, but has been declining, uh, and therefore we still remain convinced of uh, long-duration views uh, as a medium-term trade. Okay, thanks, uh, Kagendra. Thanks, Morton, uh, for the useful insights. Uh, let's end it here. Uh, to all our listeners, stay tuned for, for more updates on, on the economics, FX and fixed income space here on uh, At Any Rate JP Morgan Podcast. Uh, this communication is provided for information purposes only. Uh, please read the JP Morgan research reports related to its contents for more information, including important disclosures. Uh, copyright 2023, JP Morgan Chase & Co. All rights reserved. Uh, This episode was recorded on September 28, 2023.